everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Why We Disney podcast. This is our last episode of 2020, thus we are having our best of 2020 episode. Here we're going to talk about what all came to Disney in the year of 2020 and also talk about all of our favorite things. We hope you enjoy. What is up, guys? Welcome back to the Why We Disney podcast. We are so ready to get in today's episode. We are going to talk about the best things in 2020. So if we can be real for a second, 2020 has been kind of blah for some people. So I think it's super important for us to just stop and reflect on the best things that did come in 2020. But before we get into all of that, I do, we do have a guest on the podcast today, but I don't want to even call her a guest because she's so a part of our team. And we're on with Sydney today, our, basically our producer and editor. Hi, Sydney. (laughs) How are you? Hey guys, I'm good. How are y'all? We are awesome. Oh, and Kara's on with us too. Kara. Hey, I'm here too. (laughs) Thank you guys. Are you so excited to be on with us? Yes, I have been looking forward to this. Um, I'm so excited to be on the podcast and finally get to chat with you two. It's just kind of a dream. Oh, I'm bubbling inside with excitement. So Sydney, I just want to hear like just a little bit about you for our listeners that might not know and everything that you do with the Why We Disney podcast. And by the way, we're so grateful. Right, Kay? Of course. Oh my gosh. (laughs) No, you guys make my job so easy. (laughs) Are you sure? Because we mess up a lot. If If the listeners don't know, like Sydney edits all the podcasts. So she gets really the behind the scenes of everything that Casey and I are messing up on. It makes us sound beautiful. (laughs) no I really I really enjoy it honestly it's brought a lot of joy to my life and I love hearing all the behind the scenes for you and Casey both (laughs) but (laughs) basically I am the editor slash sound imagineer I call myself an imagineer just because it's a Disney podcast so (laughs) gotta make those references but right Um, I basically take the raw recordings each week of Casey and Kara for each episode of the podcast, and I will edit it. I'll add music. I'll add transitions when we have sponsors and different ads that we add in. Um, And yeah, I just kind of make it sound cohesive. I'll adjust the sound levels and put it in a way to present for you guys on your podcast platforms and also on our YouTube channel. We have videos that go out each week with the podcast we make them look all pretty so you have something to look at while you're listening to the podcast (laughs) um and that's my whole role oh and we are so grateful you have no idea oh yeah could you imagine all this Uh, no sydney definitely is the glue that keeps us together (laughs) but sydney go ahead and like tell us about your life Oh, man. Um, Well, I haven't been to Disney since March, so I'm definitely missing that because it's my form of escape. Um, I am from Arizona, so my home park is Disneyland for all my California people. Um, (laughs) I also uh, enjoy my trips to Disney World, but I don't take those as frequently. Um, I am a first-year medical student, actually, so most of my... Yeah, (laughs) most of my time is spent studying. It's not as glamorous as you 
could imagine. Not that anyone <laughs> thinks that being a medical student is glamorous. <laughs> but um, my medical school is actually in Florida. So I will be moving there in the new year, which is exciting. It's a new change. Yes, you're becoming an East Coaster. Yeah. <laughs> I've never lived on the East Coast before. So we'll see how that goes. And I just think it was so amazing. I remember um, you or someone was asking you if you were studying to be a nurse. And you're like, well, I'm actually in medical school. And I was like, she's a boss. <laughs> Sydney is such a boss. Yeah, I well. love it. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's definitely a humbling career, I would say. It it knocks you down plenty, but you just have to kind of have that motivation and persistence to keep going with it. We're so proud of you, seriously. Oh, thank you guys. Of yeah, course. Like you're so <laughs> but yeah, that's my life. I um enjoy Disney. I have my own Disney Instagram that keeps me sane. That's like my escape from the real world, <laughs> posting on that and making content. And of course, it's where I met you two lovely ladies, um, which <laughs> has just been an absolute pleasure. And where can they find you on the gram? <laughs> they can find me at Dreaming Disney Magic. I do a lot of fashion videos. I am really into style. So I create different looks for the parks for the different seasons and they all all have their disney flair that's awesome i'm so happy yeah. you're on this episode today i'm so yes. happy. i cannot wait for our listeners to just get to know you more and yeah we're i'm just so excited i can't say enough great things about you and everything that you've done just thank you oh thank you guys make it so easy you guys are the stars and uh, I, it's, it's honestly like the best part of my week to sit down and listen to the podcast before anyone else gets to hear it. <laughs> it makes me feel special. Yeah. Well, and just speaking of like, we started this podcast, something new that we brought to 2020 is the Why We Disney podcast. It turned one month old. Um, what was it guys? This past Friday? No. Yeah. yeah. The Friday, the yeah. 11th one month old podcast and you guys have really as the listeners have showed out for us so this was something that we could bring exciting and magical to you guys in 2020 and I'm so excited just to get into it and talk about the things that the good things that did come out of 2020 are y'all ready to set this off of course I'm so ready uh, okay Oh, let's do it. So a couple of things um, that I want to mention, I just want to kind of have open discussion with. So Disney Plus, right? Like we all love Disney Plus. It's the greatest thing ever. They're like adding new titles every week now, it seems. And oh my gosh, the Christmas selection. Y'all, it's amazing. Oh, <laughs> I, like I love it. have to go to the holidays collection and just, I, I keep adding more to my watch list. <laughs> I did Google this week if any of those titles were going to go away, like after Christmas, like if they're like a seasonal thing, or will I be able to watch Home Alone on Disney Plus, like in July? Mm -hmm. <laughs> what did you find in your like research? I, I literally couldn't find anything. <laughs> it was just like, let me tell you more about all the things that Disney Plus has. And I'm like, yes, yes, but is it going away? <laughs> of course. I always feel threatened that it's going to go away, but they just keep adding more and more stuff. And it's, 
it's honestly hard for me to log on to Disney Plus because I am a very indecisive person, so I can never decide what to watch. But the holiday collection has been my go-to this month. Yeah, for sure. Me too. So um, Kara and I, I guess when we were creating like a couple of episodes that we were going to have upcoming, Mulan was one of the ones that we wanted to discuss because it was brand new. It didn't come out in theaters because obviously all theaters were closed. But Mulan was something brand new, the live action that came out on Disney Plus literally did you guys sign up for like the premiere thing did y'all watch it like before because I think now it is free release like you don't have to have the premiere option anymore Mm -hmm. for that um I did I signed up for the premiere or whatever you want to call it whatever it was I signed up for it um I have so many opinions on that Mulan movie uh we'd have to have a whole different episode on it (laughs) but yeah that did come out in 2020 I'm glad I I saw it Okay, next. I I did not sign up early. I was waiting for it to come out this month. I love Mulan. I love the original, the animated movie. I was very skeptical about this one. And so I'm going to have to talk to Kara about her opinions to know what she thinks, because I know she's going to tell it to me straight. Oh, y'all always know I have the hot (laughs) takes. Of course. Um. I mean, Mulan, yeah, we're, we're to Sydney, we'll, we'll sidebar about the Mulan. <laughs> right. And we'll do a whole other episode on that. I think that would be really fun because people are, like, some people love it, love it, love it. And then some people are, like, so pissed off about the live action Mulan, it's not even funny. Mm-hmm. But Mulan yeah. wasn't the only thing that came out in 2020. We also had Onward. Oh, which I loved. I just think this brought, like, a whole the uh, one of the great things about Disney is it it can appeal to so many different um different types of people and people with different hobbies. So I feel like this was more of like the sci-fi Disney realm. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't know because of the whole magic thing, but I did appreciate Onward and you know its whole purpose. So that was another one that came out. And then guys, can we just talk about Godmothered? Did you two watch it yet? <laughs> No, I haven't no. watched it. I'm sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> you should see my face. I'm like covering my head. Um, <laughs> if you are listening to this podcast right now, of course, don't stop the podcast. But when you're done listening to this episode, go watch Godmothered. I was like literally laughing, and I do not laugh out loud to movies frequently. That like seems a little weird, but I really don't. Like it it takes a lot. And this was honestly just such a great film, great picture. Ca- uh, great uh, casting it was it was just great i love the cast that they chose for this movie and i i want to watch it so badly i am trying to put aside a special night so i can watch and enjoy it and just like mm-hmm. fully pay attention because i am very excited about this movie so hearing your opinion just made me even more ready to see it <laughs> yeah for sure i'm going to i promise it is on the to-do list this week, I swear. Um, but that since, luckily, since that's not like a Christmas-related movie, I don't think, right? It's mm-hmm. not Christmas-related. I mean, so I'm thinking it should stay on Disney Plus for a while. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's going to. Plus, I mean, it's not Christmas-themed. It's just set in the Christmas time. 
Well, something that definitely was in the Christmas collection and is still on Disney Plus now, you guys should go check it out. But if you didn't see it, it's the Disney sing-alongs. They are like the Olaf one is precious. I did watch that. Like there's so many different cute Disney sing-alongs that are on there. And I just have them like playing in the background when I work at my normal nine to five. Like it's the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, those sing-alongs I did, I made sure to watch all of them when they came out definitely put it on the calendar and they're just such a great family moment it's like bring everyone together let's reminisce over these you know celebrities that you may know you may not um i actually use these sing-alongs in my class like for my show choir so they have to maybe watch them if they have disney plus or watch the youtube um examples and it just opens them to more music genres and maybe uh people that they didn't know and it's it's just great i love that (laughs) i do too and it's one thing about christmas and like just this season it just brings everyone together so disney sing-along if you want your family to all sit down and enjoy something cool disney sing-along for sure yeah and that's that's just the Disney Plus, and that's not even all the Disney Plus stuff that came out. But, like, we got to talk about this, the parks, the resorts, everything else that came in 2020. Right. And the big one. Oh, the big one. <laughs> Go ahead, Aaron. Just say <laughs> <laughs> The Castle Refurb. What episode was it? Okay, I think it's episode three. If you haven't listened to episode three yet, that's our How It Started versus How It Is Now episode. And we do a whole Castle Refurb talk um Uh and let's just my opinion it's beautiful i love it i don't think it stands for its purpose there there's my opinion there's my hot take come for me in the comments it's okay (laughs) but yeah that's the big one so sydney i'm really interested to hear what because obviously they can go back and listen to our opinions but i'm really actually interested to hear yours on the new disney world castle well i have not been yet to see it in person but when they first announced it i was devastated (laughs) i love the classic cinderella colors and the blue gray um it's just been it's like the trademark i feel for the cinderella castle in disney world but after seeing like i think opening week or when they first revealed the castle and all of the influencers had it on their stories I started to come around, and now I think it's absolutely gorgeous. And I haven't even seen it in person yet. So um, I like the colors. I like that it looks fresh, but it doesn't. I think this was your opinion too, Casey, but it didn't scream Cinderella anymore. And it did mimic a lot of the colors that you see for the Disneyland castle, which is Sleeping Beauty's castle. Very similar, but overall, I think it is gorgeous now. I can't wait to see it in person. I'm probably going to start crying. (laughs) (laughs) You probably will since it's been so long. Yeah, I the last time, well, I went to Disney World last year, I think October 2019. Um, And before that, I hadn't been since 2017. So hopefully now that my medical school is in Florida and I'll be moving there, I'll be closer to the magic. Mm. I hope so too. I hope so too. I agree with you. I think it screams a lot of Aurora and a whole lot of not Cinderella is what I think. (laughs) And also I forgot to mention um, 
not only the Castle Reefer, but speaking on Walt Disney World, as the listeners know, Walt Disney World is me and Casey's home park. So a lot of this podcast um, is more focused towards that. But that's why we love having people like Sydney on so that we can get our Disneyland fix. Um, but at Disney World, they're they're prepping for the 50th anniversary, right? And so all the entry signs are also being changed. They're also getting refurbs. Yes. And those are also a lot of controversy. And I'm sure we'll get into that in another episode. But that I did want to mention that if you are planning to go in 2021 and and beyond, um, you will see a different entry sign than the normal one um, of Walt Disney World and all of its avenues to get there. So stay stay tuned. <laughs> yep. So another thing that I like talk about the best things in 2020, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Y'all, I stinking love this ride so much. It is literally the most precious thing ever. And I never rode the great movie ride. So I'm not in that pool of people that's like so upset about this. I think it is the cutest addition to Hollywood Studios. And Hollywood Studios is so much anyway in Disney World. But man, now that you've added like this other little incredible ride and Mickey and Minnie really never had their own rod. And yeah. I don't think so. Right? Yeah, I, I agree. Hollywood studios is my favorite park actually out of all of the parks at Walt Disney world. So, but I haven't had the chance to ride Mickey and Minnie's. I've seen a lot of spoilers and I'm just so excited to finally get to ride it. But I am one of those people who grew up riding great movie rides. Like every single time I had to hit that ride up. So I was very sad to see it go. I love Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. It is by far like, and this is crazy, but I think Rise of the Resistance is my new favorite. I can't, I don't know if I should even say that out loud. But then it's Mickey and Minnie's because of the Imagineering, because of the immersion into the movie and the storyline like it is a it is a complete for a science term 4d i don't know you are like literally in the movie and that's what i love about it my only concern is that disney now like with tron and galaxies not galaxy's edge um guardians of the galaxy and all these things are going to become like more electronic and we're going to lose that initial fair feeling the Mm -hmm. carousel the teacups, the this, the that, like the original, um, like Walt's, not dream, but like he, you know, based it around the carousel. Yeah. While I love Mickey and Minnie's, that's going to be my hot take of the episode. I always have one. Um, I'm interested to see now if all of the parks in, are going to move more towards that. I can imagine they would. Probably. Can we go back a second, Kara? Because did you just say Rise of the Resistance was your new favorite ride? (laughs) Sydney. (laughs) Sydney. I don't know if I, again, I don't know if I should even say that out loud. But, like, just the, um, I don't know. And this isn't the, you know, this isn't the episode for that. But I think I just have such an appreciation for the immersion that... I was like, wow, I wasn't even in Disney for a second. I was in whatever I was in. I don't really, I got captured or something. And then there was Kylo I was going to say, that's the perfect example of, because you're not the classic Star Wars fan, right? No, not at all. (laughs) So that just shows you, like, 
the the magic of Disney to bring someone who who doesn't know much about the Star Wars universe and it Rise of the Resistance honestly became my favorite ride after the first time I rode it. It I was speechless coming off of that ride. My mind was blown. I didn't know what just happened. It was insane. <laughs> so I totally see where you're coming from. Yeah. Casey, have you ridden it? Yes, I have ridden it a couple times now. I am a huge Star Wars fan. So obviously, like, I love it. Um, it's not like my absolute favorite ride in Hollywood Studios. But yeah, I love it. I I think it's amazing. And it's like a really like long ride too. I know right now it's a virtual queue, but even if I had to stand in that line for an hour or more, like the ride itself is so long and it's so many different stages uh-huh. that I feel like make that wait worth it. Yeah. You know it's, I mean? it's more of an experience yeah. for me than a ride, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I'm telling you, you get like captured and then the bad people uh, come and, and you're supposed to do something. And then Ray is up on a holographic thing, my Jake. And then she's like, let's go, let's go. That's what I remember. And, and all <laughs> of the cast members do they never break character when you know, when they're no, they're making never. you go through the lines when you're even in the middle of the ride. They never break character. They were total like first order, just mean to everyone oh yeah (laughs) yeah it is true for real and speaking obviously just of rise of the resistance so they are doing a complete virtual queue for them right now and the last time i was there i was actually unable to get in or get a boarding group for rise the resistance i know kara the last time you were there you have okay if i don't speak of his name he's gonna be so mad Brandon got us the the boarding group. We both tried exactly at seven a.m. and we were staying in Pop. Um, so you know you don't you didn't have to be at Hollywood Studios. But yes, Brandon did. Um, he was able to score us one for Hollywood Studios. Which thank you, Brandon. I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but I have never been so stressed out at Disney when trying to get a boarding pass for Rise of the Resistance. It was like so much pressure and so much anxiety. Same. <sighs> Virtual cues, man. Mm. So different. They're they are so different, but I truly just love them. I hope they're bringing more um, in the future. I really hope that. But that is another just really cool addition from 2020. They're starting to do more virtual cues and really getting into getting in to be able to have like a a different experience at Disney. I feel like it's just their goal to make sure that everyone has a good experience, but yet that it's different every time. So I can for sure appreciate that. Definitely. Now I do want to talk, um, and I actually want Sydney to talk a lot here about the three, I guess things that happened in 2020 with Disneyland since Kara and I have never been, (laughs) but we definitely going. I do want you to kind of explain these to our listeners that maybe, um, might be completely Disney World immersed like we are. So magic happens. I want you to explain what that is. Obviously, unfortunately, the Avengers campus um, w- at Disneyland was canceled due to COVID or it wasn't able to be like open to the public during COVID. And then also they're ramping up for Disneyland 65th anniversary. So, Sydney, talk to us a little bit about what the heck magic Yeah, so is. I actually saw magic happens. I took a trip in March and And I was actually there the day before everything shut down completely. Um, So I was 
very lucky that I got my trip in at the last minute. And, um, but we got to see magic happens. It's basically their new parade. They rethemed Mickey. He's still kind of in his like Mickey sorcerer costume, but they made it all pastel colors with moons and stars. It's just like this dream fantasy pastel theming, uh, which I am all here for. I love the costumes and the cast that they had for the parade. They had a brand new song called Magic Happens, was like their intro song. And uh, I knew that blew up on Spotify. So if you haven't listened to it yet, you should definitely go check that out. Um, and it was just very whimsical, the whole parade. It was very different from what I've seen before. And I really enjoyed it. It was the kind of music that you just want to, you can't help but dance to. Um, so I was definitely jamming out to it. Uh, but that was very enjoyable. So I can't wait for them to bring it back when they do finally open. Right. And you, Sydney, posted a picture. Um, I have to say this because, like, someone, I haven't even heard of it. I don't know how I missed that, but you posted a picture um, of Mickey on the floor. Yeah, so so when right? our podcast premiered just a month ago, I posted a picture of Mickey on his float so you can see his whole costume, um, and that was kind of like my introduction post for the Why We Disney podcast, um, and if you go on my Instagram and look at that post, you'll see what the theming kind of is. It's gold and moons and stars, pastel. It's just very whimsical. That's like the first word that comes to mind. <laughs> awesome. Well, we're going to take a short break here, but we're going to be back with some of our favorites of 2020. All right, so what we're going to do next is myself, Casey, and Sydney are going to talk about our favorite things of 2020. Now, let me tell the listeners, let me tell y'all where I got this idea. So I originally got this idea from, uh, as we all know, I'm a huge YouTuber. I watched Ladylike on YouTube. They were uh, a group of four ladies and they worked at BuzzFeed and they did a favorite things of 2019, favorite things of 2018, blah, 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 which that is based off of Oprah's favorite things. So I thought, well, of course, we have favorite things too. So why don't we tell the listeners about some of our favorite things? Um, and this could be different merch or just additions to the park. Um, something that you guys might want to know about or know why it's so important to us. So... Do one of you want to start? Sydney, you're the special guest. Why don't okay. you start us off? Well, since it's been a minute since my last trip to the park, and all I've been able to do since quarantining is order stuff online, I stuck with a lot of my favorite <laughs> merch that I've bought recently. 
Um, the first thing I'll go through is the Origami Owl Disney Collection. So if you're not familiar with Origami Owl, it's a jewelry company. Uh, the founder is actually from Arizona. I've met her. She started the business when she was 16 years old. Um, so she's kind of grown that. And now she has a licensing deal with Disney. So they've come out with all new Disney charms. They have this delicate Believe necklace. Uh, they have Mickey and Minnie, like crystal charms that you put inside a locket. It's very beautiful and elegant, and you can add that touch of Disney to your jewelry. So I will actually share some of the things that I bought on my Instagram page and the Why We Disney Instagram page. So you guys can check that out. And I will have a link in my bio, too, if you want to shop at Origami Owl. My mom is actually a designer for them, so she can help you with all of your purchases if you're interested. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I want to go look at this. Yeah. <laughs> um, my second thing in my top five are basically anything Baby Yoda. I'm obsessed with The Mandalorian. I'm obsessed with Star Wars. And I'm obsessed with Baby Yoda or the child, as everyone calls him. So I have a, the Squishmallow that's the Baby Yoda. I have the child, like the, the life-size version of him. I have a blanket, water bottle. So anything Baby Yoda. Um, and that kind of brings me into my next item of my top five, which is lounge fly backpacks. Um, my birthday was in November. So for my birthday, I actually got the Baby Yoda lounge fly backpack. And it is the cutest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I can't wait to wear it around Hollywood Studios. So that's one of my favorite things. I also have the snack lounge fly backpack because we all love Disney snacks and Mickey stayed soon. Obvious. Oh, of course. Yeah. So I guess what you're telling me is now I need to watch The Mandalorian? Yes. I, I mean, <laughs> you should start with all the Star Wars, but The Mandalorian. No, I finished those. Okay, I finished well, all yeah. the Star Wars. Mm -hmm. You need to start Mandalorian. I love them, yeah. <laughs> the oh second God. season has been <laughs> a roller coaster, I've heard. I haven't watched all the episodes yet. I'm saving them, but. Well, it took me how many years to watch <laughs> Star Wars? <laughs> um, and then my next item is the Disney Kitchen Collection. So from Shop Disney. I was shopping for my new apartment and I needed some kitchen supplies. And my favorite thing that I've bought from them so far is a serving bowl, but it has all of the iconic Disney snacks on it. So like Dole Whip, premium bars, mm. popcorn. It's the cutest thing. Um, I will definitely make sure I share a picture of that on the Instagram. And then... I kind of picked six things because, I mean, so I'll go over five years, always ears. I, my collection of ears is growing constantly. I think I'm up to 38 pairs um, of shop Disney wow. ears and small shop ears. So that had to be my fifth item, but I snuck in a sixth because all of the Disney friends I've made in this community have been so special and have brought me so much joy in life. So I had to give a shout out to all of my friends that I've made on the Disney community and Instagram. And I'm just so thankful for all of you. Aww. 
so sweet. <laughs> All right, Casey, you want to do your top? Yes, I would love to do my top five. And I want to just say, um, Sydney did <laughs> six, so I'm going to do six because it's not perfect. <laughs> so um, I had five, but obviously, like, my number one something that came in 2020 was this podcast. Like it has been a dream of mine for so long. And so just to like be living in a reality or in a dream that I've had for so long, it's just, it's so magical. Like I love this podcast. I love my team. Like I shout you out on Instagram all the time because you guys are just the best thing in the entire world. So by far my favorite thing of 2020 has been starting this podcast with the two of you by far. Same girl. Retweet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So into my top five, like favorite things in 2020. Um, these are in no particular order, by the way. Um, I love the ink and paint collection, um, particularly the ink and paint mug, which, by the way, you cannot get on Shop Disney right now, unfortunately. Um mm-hmm. I was, let's see, I was there for my birthday at the end of October and I could not find this mug anywhere. Um, It was actually this, it would be the second one that I was going to buy. But uh, if you find the ink and paint mug literally anywhere, um, please like send me a DM, let me know because I would love to have another one. Um, It's just, it's so cute. I love that whole collection, but I really want that mug again. So I'm going to plug that and you guys be on the lookout. Got it. (laughs) (laughs) My second thing, and I did put these two together um, because they are both rides and they're both in Hollywood studios, but y'all know how I feel about Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. I love it. Um, It's like, I think it is my favorite Disney ride of all time now. Um, It's just so, it's so cute. I love it. And then obviously Rise of the Resistance, which we've already talked about, um, but just another one of my favorites in Hollywood studios. Um, My number three would be the addition of virtual queues just in general. Um, I love the concept of them. I've talked about them on a previous podcast a couple of weeks ago, but I can literally like get in line for a ride and go get a coffee or go wait in another line. Like it's the convenience of it is just unreal. So that's another thing that I loved coming in 2020 was the virtual queues just in general. Love those. Number four, um, which is pretty exciting if you're a pass holder. So the pass holder discount did increase for value resorts. So normally for places like Pop Century or like, um, what's that, all-star resorts, like we at max got 15% off of those, max 15%. But now during 2020 or kind of during this last bit of COVID here, like I've gotten like 40% off of Pop Century. That's amazing. Per night, which is in right? Like it is incredible. I don't know how long it's going to last, but anywhere between 30 and 40% on the value resorts. Now I can stay at like the Polynesian or the Grand Floridian for 30 to 35% off, but that's like $600 a night. So 30% off is $600 a night is still a lot. Like let's be, (laughs) but yeah, so the pass holder discount did increase for value resorts. I was super excited about that. That's my number four. My number five is going to Disney with my husband for the very first time in October for my birthday. So Daniel had never been to Disney ever. So we we just kind of took a weekend trip and went just the two of us, um, stayed at Pop Century. And we just 
we didn't have anyone else. It was just us. So I could, you know, he could just kind of see Disney through my eyes. Mm -hmm. And he truly loved it, too. Like, he told me the other day, he was like, when are we going back to Disney? Because I can't wait. That's so special. So, yes, that is it is so special like to just share that with him and I always take girls trips like all the time throughout the year and I just kind of like leave him at home and I like I'm like help me when I get back or pick me up at the airport but so it was cool to experience that with him and he enjoyed it a lot so there is my top five or top six if you include the podcast Kara I want you to go next okay um again in no particular order and I guess we're all doing top six now so this is your top six um (laughs) 2020 favorite things and yeah no particular order so number one for me is going to be spirit jerseys i fun fact like teach you know eight to four whatever normally spin or take a run um and then i take a shower and i immediately like 4 30 change into a spirit jersey spirit jersey and leggings for like the rest of the night and they're just so comfortable i'm literally in one every single day they it just like reminds me of disney it's so comfortable i always want to be in a long sleeve shirt like just so comfy and we all love spirit jerseys right so spirit jerseys are my number one my number two is disney plus because disney plus has got me through um just a lot just like having it all in one place and being able to like miss Disney but still go and and look at all of and a lot of people that aren't Disney fans think Disney Plus is just like the princesses like no, no. it's like look at all the sports films that are on there look at all the yeah, narrative films the documentaries the geographic on there that is so yes mm-hmm. all that stuff and there's so much that I've learned through Disney Plus crazy if you haven't watched the um the Animal Kingdom series, I love that. Yes, y'all know what I'm talking about. Yes, it's actually like informational. Like they're talking about animals in yes. the animal and stuff. You can tell they're so <laughs> passionate about about the animals that they take care of in Animal Kingdom. Exactly. So that's my second thing. My third thing is going to be my favorite pair of ears. Um, they're specifically my black pair. I think they're in my um. They're my profile picture right now, but they're my black, and they say Disney World at the top, and they're from Main Street Muse. They're my absolute favorite pair. I just think they're so classy. They're black and glittery and just say Disney World. They're my favorite pair. I have to take them on every trip now. Um, My number four is going to be my coffee spoon. So I got, like, the coffee spoon, like, you get the coffee out with the measuring cup measuring spoon yeah measuring spoon there it is guys i can't find words okay measuring spoon um and it just has a little mickey as a handle and i literally use it every single day every morning i i go and i get my coffee and put in the coffee filter and it's just like that little touch of magic and it's not like out there like here's my pin wall you know what i mean it's just something nice to add to the kitchen that still reminds you of the magic and it's just it's just really nice and then my number five is my trip to Disney World with Brandon in November. Um, that was the first time that we went to Disney together. And Brandon is my best friend and, I, you know, best friend in Disney. You know, it was just a great time. And I really just appreciate um, that that trip. And I don't know if that would have happened this year without COVID, weirdly enough. 
I was just like, Brandon, we are going. <laughs> we are going now. <laughs> and so that, and then of course, lastly to end, um, of course, just my Disney Instagram friends. There's actually a quote that our friend, I think it's Sydney, was it Kylie that posted it? One of our friends posted this uh, this meme and it says, no yeah. one supports you like your Instagram friends or something. And I just want to say how true that is. Some of my Instagram friends are the closest to me. They just care so much and support me in everything that I'm doing. And I am so appreciative of Casey and Sydney and just Hannah, Kylie. I mean, there's this Miranda. There's so many people that I could name. Um, but just all of you for all of your support and love and care. And I just really appreciate Aww. all your magic. Yeah, it, it's love crazy so to think that. <laughs> some of the friends I've made on, on through the Disney community on Instagram, like I talk to them every single day on a daily basis. And like some of my, my yep. in-person friends, I don't even get the chance to do that. So it's, it's definitely a really special connection mm -hmm. and I'm thankful for everyone in the community who continues to support me and supports us, the podcast um, which speaking of, if there's something that you, the listeners want to see from us, the podcast in 2021, you can send us an email. You can DM us on Instagram. Just let us know, contact us. If you have any ideas, we would love to cater to what you guys want to hear on the podcast. So just keep us up to date and we are going to try to bring you all of the new information that 2021 has to bring with the Disney community, Walt Disney World, Disneyland, everything. So I, I know Karen, Casey, and I really appreciate all of the love and support you've shown us so far. And it makes us really proud. Thanks, guys. We hope you have an amazing new year. Yes, you guys have a great time. And we will see you back for season two of the Why We Disney podcast.